0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll. Oh, there's my hat. Forgot to put that on. We're going to keep rolling. Uh, I am joined once again by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. Also, Anthony Amato, who we, like, who we like to call Shimato. And then, of course, my man, Apple Zacks, Zach Markham, as well. Boys, we are here to review the finale of She-Hulk. It's finally over. <laughs> Excited. It's over, yes. yes. <laughs> Excited to talk about it with y'all. Um, yeah, how you guys doing tonight?
1: Doing great, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be back. Uh, I, I hated that I have to be on a hiatus, but however, uh, being on the beach is quite nice. So yeah, uh, it is. It cancels out my, uh, my a desire well-deserved to be back. A well deserved break yeah. for you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, but I'm happy to be back to talk about the finale. Of, it's finale Friday. Uh, we record That's on right. a Friday. Yeah, That's right. So. And we've already
0: re- done a finale review for Rings of Power. Now we're on a She Hulk. Yep. Yep. It's been a busy night, y'all.
1: I'm not very, gonna lie. Very, busy. Very late, and it's only gonna get later because guess what? We gotta edit these videos. So uh, let's get going. Yay. All right. So Woo! yay! <laughs> exactly. All right, well, for keep... you. It's for you, the viewers it... out there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll keep it brief then. Hey, uh, look,
2: we don't we don't have to edit these videos. We get to ah, these videos. It's a privilege. This, the
1: mindset. Yeah. The mindset. It's all about the mindset. What a loser.
0: All right. So, uh, <laughs> big shout out to all of our listeners, all of our viewers, whether you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, somewhere else, or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Please subscribe wherever you are taking in this podcast. Please leave a review or a comment. All of these things help us out a lot. And also, sharing this podcast with all your Marvel friends, that helps us out as well. So, um yeah with that in mind let's just go ahead and jump in spoiler warning
1: massive spoilers
0: spoiler warning if you haven't seen the finale of she hulk do not proceed hit pause come back to the podcast later you've been warned holy smokes guys how about this finale
1: so obviously we're gonna start with the craziness, right? We're yeah, like Insanity. there's sanity. No, you no don't wanna way. start with the slow No 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 no, begin- no no Okay, sure. We hundred percent start with the most massive creative spoiler like fourth wall break fourth ever. wall break in the history of television. Like this is absolutely insane. So yeah. I have a, like kind of a little tweak to it as well, like a little story. So the big thing is that She Hulk Breaks the fourth wall, and by breaking the fourth wall, we literally see a Disney Plus screen, her punching through her She-Hulk logo. It was amazing. That and, was great. And then jumping into the led, uh, the assembled, the yes. making behind the scenes, so she can get onto the lot of Marvel Studios. So, here's where my story comes in, right? I was watching this play out, and she's breaking through the Disney Plus screen, and I was like, what? "Are they really doing this? This is actually happening?" And then. When she jumps through the Assemble logo, for some reason, my Disney Plus went to error message, uh, unable, to, uh, unable, unable to play video, right? It so was I, was like, I thought it was part of the gag, right? <laughs> I thought it was part of the bit. and I, I sat there looking at the screen for like 30 seconds to a minute of like the error message. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is an actual error message. <laughs> and so then I had to reboot up Disney Plus, play oh, the episodes, and then it went into it. But I thought... That, that was the most ingenious thing that could happen. And for a show that I have hated, literally hated Marvel uh, for, was was very intriguing. And I was very, very interested to see how they do this. And then to only reveal that Kevin, quote-unquote, uh, the, 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 the decision-making, the story-plot-driven robot which is a reference to Kevin Feige yes. is is they even the, gave him a hat they even, they, they he even was wearing gave a hat. him a hat and then not, well they gave him a design like a hat into yes. his structure but they also in the post credit scene i don't know if you guys watched the post credit scene but the post credit scene they actually put a hat on him which was uh, which was great to see so it was very ingenious and i i liked the fact that they did that because I don't think I've ever seen that happen before in the history of television. Yeah. A fourth wall break so intriguing and so interesting and so meta. Like it was yeah. it was so spot on. Yeah. Well, I mean and, they were literally in Marvel Studios. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And talking to the writers of the show yeah. and, and you know what? A part of me wants to think that those actually were the writers, but I don't know for sure.
3: Yeah, they could have been know, actors. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I, I just well, I love the fact that they did it with Kevin, and maybe it wouldn't have worked with another studio, but there is just such this like aura that is around Kevin Feige as a, a as a human being. Him being and the Hat Man, he's yeah. literally the Hat Man, literally. And uh, there's this, this thing that goes out, and I know you say it a lot, and Kevin, we trust, and like in it, it, it basically um, this situation of. Even though we, if we feel you know a little bit wary about whatever is coming up in the MCU, we're always like, well, in Kevin we trust. You know, like we, we he's done so much good work in the past that you know we just kind of allow this to happen. we're we're it's willing like blind to loyalty. Yeah, almost. Very
1: much so, yes.
3: But it's to the point to where it's blind loyalty, but it's a loyalty that isn't earned in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, it, but it's just really cool to see them kind of like subvert your expectations and kind of like play into that idea that he is this all-knowing being. Because he's kind of been portrayed that way over the last, at least the last five five years plus. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, for that, sure. You know that he's just been considered this being that is almost infallible in a lot of ways. Nobody talks to Kevin. That's literally what
1: they they say. The the writer of the show, nobody talks to Kevin. Nobody, you can't get in. They would literally kill for Kevin, is what they say. Yes. (laughs) It was great. Did anybody actually think it was going to be Feige? I honestly thought it was going to be physical form Feige. Me too. I really did.
0: But I was skeptical when they I have the sub I have the uh, I do too, which yeah. I feel like it spoiled it for me it too. It did yeah. because it said Kevin all caps with a dot after each letter. Yeah. which is a clear sign of an acronym which is yes. exactly what it was. Yeah. But okay. I was like, "Oh my god, are we actually going to see Kevin Feige?" <laughs> well, would have like, been really playing cool. himself. I think
1: would have been a, I think it would have been even even more incredible if that was the case. But Or
3: or if they had shown it to be him and then like through through the conversation you see him like start to break down a little bit, and you just find out that he's actually like, just like an android. Well, I was gonna I say, say, like, a-
1: AI or hologram. Like, Kevin Feige, the actual, like, person that we know and see in, in red carpet premieres and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yes. he's a hologram, but he's actually an AI portraying himself as
3: a hologram. Like, yes. that's what I would have been,
1: like, all that'd gung-ho for. Yeah. That would have been wild. He's, like, he's, he's,
3: he's a secret AI that was created by Tony Stark. Like, he, he's <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, really just bring in the meta, like, yeah. to the point to where Tony Stark created the, yeah. the character Kevin Feige to create the MCU yeah. so that Ke- Tony Stark could be in the MCU. MCU. Wow. I, I don't blame them for
0: having to be a robot and not actually Kevin Feige. Like, I think that's probably the right thing to do. Yeah, it was. But, man, it would have been so cool. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I don't
1: know. I want to talk about the commentary that uh, – Jen brought into play when she was talking to Kevin, and yeah, uh, it. He, she was bringing up that the the plot lines are always the same for the is it, a lot of a lot of things thrown to the audience at one time in the finale. Uh, why do we have to do this? Like she brought up everything that us as the fan base have been talking about for the several series, and so it leads me to believe leads me to believe one thing, one thing, and one thing only. Is that Marvel hears us, they see us, and that this may possibly be the turning point of where they go in the future. So okay. whether it's going to be Black Panther uh, moving moving forward, like maybe we're going to get a crisp movie with great storytelling and we don't have a convoluted uh, third uh, storyline or climax in the story and it's going to be fantastic and then the next series that launches is going to have a uh, great development of characters Like I feel like if they are able to capitalize on that by making us know that they are self-aware that their shows can be crazy in the finale with so much because for example, WandaVision was had great storytelling of the character of Wanda Maximoff. However, the finale became a big spectacle of boom, like action packed yeah. uh witch fight in the in the sky mm-hmm. and th- like that's what it was, but however the ca- the show was focused on the character of Wanda Maximoff and everything she struggled with. And then moving into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like the entirety of the story was like a social commentary of what is going on with uh, the the citizens and, and Captain America himself and what who he represented, but his shield. Ended, yeah, and the shield and what it represented, but it ended in a big spectacle of like boom, 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 things explosion and fights and big things like that and and different plot lines coming together. So maybe this them pointing out the fact that Jen Walters is pointing out this can be different. We are going to address the the elephant in the room and we're gonna make it better.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an extension of right before she breaks the well, she broke the fourth wall and then she and then she broke the fifth wall and the <laughs> sixth wall, <laughs> the seventh wall. But you know, when she's at the uh the retreat center, Blonsky's retreat center, and Blonsky ab- abomination's there, and she's surprised. And then uh What's 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 the girl's name? T- Titania or Titania shows, shows yeah, breaks up. It, breaks <laughs> Titania. She's like, whoa, what is she doing here? And then Bruce yeah. shows up and she's like, this just feels literally so- jumps from out of space. And and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it it did. Like it was actually like the commentary she gave was accurate where it's like, Yeah, when you have moments like that where people are just showing up and it doesn't really make sense yeah. and it's just happening for madness. Things are being like things are being chaotic just so that they can be chaotic Like it almost feels like, come on, do we really need to do this? She says
1: unwritten rule of throwing everything into the finale. Like she says that. Right. And
0: and and I respect that. And I I mostly agree with that. Um and then it was kind of funny how she literally gets to edit the finale. Yeah, she chooses
1: what's in it.
0: Yeah. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know. I, I've got some. I've got some critical thoughts. It's, I think you guys are a bit more positive than me. Well, no, I, so I do have, let you guys keep spinning. I do here. have
1: critical thoughts, but I, I did. I did appreciate the fact that they were so, I don't know, self aware, and they were so yeah. on the nose with their decision making of this episode, and the fact that they literally like destroyed the fourth wall, like it was yeah the most fourth wall break that there has ever been in the history of television, and I'm. Willing to die on that sword, that that is that is that is the that is the case. They literally died on the fourth wall. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I appreciate the fact that they were so self-aware, and it really did bring a I don't know. I, I was able to pause for a moment and be like, okay, the what they are doing here, and the things that they are saying make a hundred percent sense. However. It doesn't justify the fact that the overall series of nine episodes was majority trash. It doesn't, okay. yeah.
0: And we we'll, we will get there. Let's stay right now just on the finale, though.
3: Yeah. Okay. Fair, so enough, to, fair enough. So, so
0: to Markham and Shimato, I'd love
3: to hear y'all's thoughts just on the finale for so, now. So I, I would say this was it, 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 knowing the character of She Hulk and what she does in the comics and. Mm-hmm. In, it made a lot of sense for her as a character to do this huge fourth wall rig. Um, and, like, she's very much into that. She's very much this subverting your expectations type of situation. So that really fit into her as a character. And I, I enjoyed the way that she was messing with the timelines and things like that um, and, and the, the plot lines. Um, and it was just, like, it was, it was a fun ride that she, she put us through and that she was throwing all this stuff at us. Um, now the positive side that Justin was saying with the whole, you know, that, that, that they're aware, but it also – there could be a negative side to this to where they're like – There is. Where there they're is. just like, you know what, we can just toy. It could be the other side. We'll, we'll just toy with them and, you know, we are just mess with them and fans will just eat up whatever we throw out there type of situation. Um, I do think – they trolled us? hundred and fifty percent they yeah. did. Yeah, like us. like that entire situation. And the, the part of the problem with rewriting all those plot lines is it makes all those episodes previously like that were not great even worse. <laughs> even worse. Yes, it does because they're yes, it does because now they're not like it didn't really even build up into anything. I will say that I totally called the Hulk King. Hey, Todd. hey,
0: give it up for Shimada right Shimada here. Shimada, oh, absolutely. Go. Go. Todd Fantastic. Not, I'm disappointed. I I was I meant I meant to say that right from the jump and we just we just jumped into it. But yeah, man, I'm really I'm very impressed.
1: Shimato, our uh resident writer in the room. Uh he is Calling that shot, man, and he He's did. Gifted. He called it. You know, got a Fantastic. It. That you know what? We'll keep you around for years to come, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Signed for what to you you do. a long term deal? That's right. Absolutely. Uh, co-founder. Yeah.
3: I'm kind of <laughs> insidious. I just like I, I end up in, and you just can't get me yeah, out. Exactly.
0: Markham.
2: Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like the finale was literally like the other than the very first episode. It was. The, the best episode that they produced. Um, just because of, like, the fourth wall breaks and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, the same thing that you guys were, you know, you guys were saying earlier. I feel like with her, like, rewriting, you know, and choosing, like, her own plot line and everything, the other episodes were kind of made pointless. But at the same time, like, it was what it was. I feel like they were just literally, they told us from the get-go that it was going to be, like, a comedic lawyer show. Mm-hmm, correct. And, you know, that's what, that's what we got from it. And then you know, in the finale scene, like, things got very chaotic, things got very crazy, but she was able to, like, go back and, like, address or be, like you said, self-aware that, you know, they realized, you know, the issues that they had. Even just... She was speaking on Marvel, but even like within like this own series in itself, you know, they were repeating like some of the same mistakes and all that kind of stuff. They did. They so, spent a lot
1: of time on certain issues.
2: Correct. And I feel I feel like they kind of addressed that, you know, with the finale. I just hate that it took us getting to the finale for you know that to yeah. come to light.
1: So. so episodes eight and nine, I think were they were good. They really were. And yeah, I think episode eight was great. Uh, episode nine was good. Uh, and the the problem the problem is that it. Episode 1, I, I enjoyed as well. So episode 1, 8, and 9, fantastic. But why could we not get there sooner? I feel like yes. they could have gotten there sooner. I feel like we didn't have to spend four to five episodes on dealing with her internal struggle of her identity. I feel like that could have been resolved within two episodes and they didn't have to drag on for five episodes. So they they did make some poor choices Throughout the entire series, I am definitely ranking this as far as dead last in my Marvel series. However, the finale—I think the finale was better than several other of the of, of shows. Like it was for me, it was better than Moon Knight. It was better than uh, Hawkeye. It was better than. Uh, WandaVision. Soldier. slow slow down, buddy. That's a whole other podcast. Falcon the Winter Soldier. Ranking them the shows is a whole other podcast. No, I'm
0: saying, like, somebody write it down. That's an idea I have. That's a whole other podcast. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finales. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: So I was not here last week for your guys' buy or sell. But, yes, I think they did stick the landing for this series. However, the series still remains a big, giant dumpster Uh, heap for sure yeah
3: well the Uh, problem was like they kind of did the inverse that a lot of the other marvel shows have done up until this point where the other marvel (laughs) shows started out strong right yes and just kind of and faded whereas this one started out kind of
1: sucked for a while it
3: it was mediocre i I feel like overall mediocre the first like seven episodes i was higher on than everyone else because i feel like my my mindset and the what I was thinking that what we were getting, mm-hmm. I was able to adjust a little bit better here. than everyone, than the rest of the group in the sense mm-hmm. of like what I was actually looking for. Well, I
1: would say you're the most like logical thinker out of the group here, right? Correct. So yeah, probably. Yeah. I would, I would say so. So you, hey. they, they literally, <laughs> they literally told, told us at the beginning of episode one, that this is a comedic lawyer show. Yeah. So you were able to, stick with that mindset throughout the rest of the series, yeah. whereas us over here, the yuppies who eat up the slop that Marvel produces, uh, we were always wanting a little bit more, wanting a little bit extra, not unable to accept the fact that this is not just a lawyer show. Yeah. You even mentioned several times that you take the, the She-Hulk aspect out of it and put it into lawyer terms. Yeah. We, would, we would see it in a different light, so you kept that mindset, which... I mean, granted, that's just the way your thinking is, and so here we are, left in this this dumpster fire that is She-Hulk, and wanting more and and craving more, and then only to get that more in episodes eight and nine, and here we are, here we are, and we're we're about to talk about uh, the 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 show and how they stuck the landing, and yep. I think they did, but like. What was the point of the rest of the series?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that with how good the last two episodes were, it does take away from the previous seven a little bit, especially with her rewriting the plot lines. And it's like, well, if you're rewriting the plot lines, why did you show us this plot line before? Anyway, like that kind of idea. It's, it's kind Correct, of... Correct, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's like if you're going to go completely rewrite stuff, then why... Why did I why jump
1: back to episode two and be like, why did episode three, four, five, six, and seven? Yeah, and why, six, did, well, yeah. Why,
3: why did you do yeah. it this way? Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it, I do think it was a little, it, it took, a, even though it, was, it made the show better, it made other parts of the show worse, in a way. Yeah. All right. You Speaking of Markham? worse.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is a great time to transition to Segway. But before we get ultra negative, well actually, we're about to get ultra negative, and then we'll maybe give some commentary on it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special edition of Ryan's Rants for the She-Hulk finale. So
3: Ryan's Rants, even rantier. Here even we, rantier. It's he, especially yeah. here we go. So Gibbs, really, shout out, yeah, brother. Our buddy shout our buddy
0: out. Ryan Gibbs, big friend and um regular guest of the pod. Yes. Uh Gibbs, we know you're listening or watching out there somewhere. Hopefully. I um, do, this, do this well. First of all, there's been a lot, of <laughs> a lot of text going back and forth between me and Ryan. Let me just give you some of the highlights, okay? Uh, this wasn't an official rant. It's just a text he sent. He says, "Haha, I guess he was alluding to something I said that was funny. Ha-ha. Such a waste of time, man. An unbelievable waste of time. I, I feel it. I feel it. Keep Might going. Might be the worst show I've ever watched in its entirety. Oh, oh my
3: gosh! gosh. In, in its entirety, any show. He said, "Gibbs, I love you, yeah, man. I do." Body. I mean, show. okay. So if you're saying if you're saying that most shows you'd probably give up on.
0: That's why he said. True. That's why he says any show he's watched in its entirety, it's the okay. worst. Great. He says the show was hot garbage. Mm. Um, Mar- Marvel basically just said, and this is in quotes, "Hey everyone." We know our shows suck, but at least we are owning it, end
1: quote. (laughs) Dude, if I had any more liquid in here, I would drink to it, but I'm empty. I'm out on that. Sorry, Gibbs.
0: All right. Gibbs says, it's almost as if Marvel got sick of being called repetitive and predictable, and so they did the complete opposite of repetitive and predictable Mm. and looked at the audience and said, are you happy now? Wow, and we are and we are actually like no, we just wanted a good show. <laughs> that doesn't that sound like Ryan? It does. Yeah, it does. All right, kind of like when I ask my my kid five times to hand me something on the floor, and then he gets frustrated and throws it at me instead. Mm. Oof! And, oh. I'm, and I'm like, buddy, I relate. I relate. I'm like, buddy, that was worse. That was a worse response than you just not picking it up. <laughs> 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 All right, he continues. And then the only good part of the show, figuring out this intelligentsia, Hulk King thing, this business, ends up being uninteresting, which, yes, and we haven't even gotten there. No, we haven't. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Uh, Can we get one interesting villain in these shows, please? Mm, He's right. Uh, Fair.
2: That's fair.
0: Another thing why can't Marvel get this right? The Chicago Bears, so (laughs) the football reference here. Here we go. The Chicago Bears can't draft a good quarterback, but they are competing with 30 other teams every year. Marvel literally owns all the superheroes and all the stories and they keep blowing it mm. not to mention they can throw all the money they want at any writer at any time so uh, there was a lot of other things I probably could have gotten for Ryan's rants but just so you guys know um, if it wasn't clear already he freaking hates this show yeah
1: which I <laughs> trust me I can relate I can relate I've been down on the series for Majority of the of these uh, podcasts, for sure. I don't know, man. Okay, let me
0: let me interject. So here is my thoughts. The finale, yes. All right, let me let me just say, okay. I want to differentiate the two. The finale, I don't think was great at all. I think the fourth wall break was incredible, but in terms of yeah. like the the linear story, if you will, even yeah. though it's not linear at all, mm-hmm. the story of She Hulk the finale, awful. Yes. Because...
1: Almost swept under the rug okay, just because like of what, the fourth wall break.
0: Exactly. Just yeah. like Shimano says, when you do the fourth wall break, as epic as it was, right. it completely discounts everything from the past episodes, which, by the way, also weren't that good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so my thing is, the fourth wall break was epic. I mean, it really was. It was. It it softens the blow a little bit of the finale and the show being bad, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Here's my biggest critique. Um, well, two things. One, I've said it every freaking week and I'll say it again. If this wasn't a two-month weekly show that was drawn out for way too long, yeah. I think more people would be a positive on it. Correct. And yeah. if it wasn't a week like if, if this if this would have been the first show ever that they gave us in the MCU that was binge Worthy, like just one drop of the whole thing, I think people would be more positive on it correct. because then you can kind of take it as a big flaming joke, which is what it is. It's a joke of a show,
2: correct? Which and is really, what I said I the last time. It
0: is, and they literally call it. And they, she even says uh, when she's talking to Kevin, she's like, "Yeah, a a a a um a law comedy was that? was she? She said a."
2: Uh, Is that what you said, law comedy uh, or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, legal 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 legal. comedy? Thank you. She says,
0: "I knew it It didn't sound right when I said law." She says, "Legal comedy," and Kevin says, "Yeah, sure, if you want to call it that." (laughs) And that's how I felt. How funny was this show? Not that funny. No. Yeah. So here's. So you want to know how you make this show great? They basically said, "Hey, you know what's cool about Deadpool is how meta he is, and how he breaks the fourth wall, and he laughs at himself, and he laughs at Fox, and he laughs at Marvel." And they basically said Marvel Disney basically said, "Hey, let's do that, but like not that well." Mm. With the exception of one episode where Gosh. it's epic. I will we'll say that Ouch. she
3: did do it first. What do you mean she first? Did, in the she, comics. She, in she the, the comics. Gives a rip held, about yeah. the damn comics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, okay. in
0: the in the sh- on my television screen, I'm not She's, looking at yeah. comic book pictures. I'm sorry, Amato. I'm getting angry because my mm. thing is like mm-hmm. As epic as the fourth wall break was, and it really genuinely was, I mean, it was, it really was. It's like, why couldn't we have gotten more of that? Like, we had a a few fourth wall breaks, but none of it until the finale was anywhere close to what Deadpool does Mm -hmm. in its quality and its comedy. And that's why it's like, they call it a legal comedy. I'm like, it wasn't that funny, bro.
1: It was, no, the no. So that's my, the, that's entire, T-Roll's yeah. rants. No, no. I, I love that. I love that you said that. Because, yes, as epic as the fourth wall break was, which I can acknowledge and I have. It was great. You, you can literally like rewind like 30, uh, 20 minutes ago. I was talking about how much I really enjoyed that. Now, what the fourth wall break did was completely... Take me out of the fact that or distract me and take me out of the fact that the storyline did not make any sense. And by the fact that she changed it there with Kevin, she completely ignored the five to six to seven episodes leading up to that episode of why they're there in the first place. Like it, it really like literally wiped it all out. Erased it. You could see it on the screen where Todd is erased and became man. Like, you, like it was funny. They, though. They, it was. It was. They completely erase and do they all him. of that. They, it, it was insane. It they was, nerfed him. It was literally insane because we can disregard episodes two through seven. We can one hundred percent disregard. Gosh.
2: So, so it seems to me, and I don't know if you guys got this vibe as, as well, but like the only purpose of you know the finale was this fourth wall break and the introduction of Hulk son.
0: All uh, right. Well, here, here's my <laughs> thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. And this is... And they did a poor gets, job at it. This gets me even more upset because like, she literally, Jen makes a comment to Kevin like, oh no, they'll we'll save that for the movies. And Kevin's like, no, but we're supposed to introduce, no, 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 just save it for later. They like, do it anyway.
1: And they still did it. Any a, Yes, they did it yeah. anyway. Yes, it it almost call.
0: feels like Marvel so desperately wants She-Hulk to feel like its own thing mm-hmm. to the point where they'll break the fourth wall and talk to Kevin about it and then they still make it not its own thing. And by the way, Daredevil just drops in
1: out of nowhere oh, without any reference but to like how he reference. got there. It looks like an open field and he drops out of the so middle
0: it, of the sky. It's a sandbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sandbox yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just That's what it
1: is. They're doing whatever they want yeah. but
0: it's like the whole thing about um, about Hulk's son, I don't mind. Like I don't mind seeing him. I don't. But if you're gonna establish that kind of like moral code of this, like this is gonna be She Hulk's thing, then damn it, let it be She Hulk's thing, man. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's just I'm getting frustrated. All right, now. so
1: we brought up we brought up Scar. Let's, let's talk <laughs> about Scar, okay? Yeah, real quick. Uh, Scar's got a hairline worse than mine. It, <laughs> he does, and uh, but it's it's very. Uh, Reminiscent of monks and all that kind of stuff. So obviously uh, he's on a different planet. So fashions differently. You know, the haircut, the haircut, the hairstyle could be different. Okay. But here's the thing: Kevin was going to say we were going to introduce, and then she cuts him off, right? And you mentioned they mentioned it anyway, right? But the way they do that, the way they do that in the uh, Fast and the Furious style, <laughs> yeah, family. I was just about yeah, to say that. Fast dude. and the Furious family uh, Dinner, cookout, cookout grill. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, hey! By the way, I want to introduce you to somebody. And uh, here's my son. And then they show him for like literally five seconds. It's and then, dead. yeah, a very, maybe a very even poor, less. poor introduction. Yes, very poor introduction. We don't even see, uh, we don't hear any lines from him. We don't see nope. a good uh, representation of who the actor may eventually be playing him. It in in my in my eyes, Scar and Hulk and the storylines." in the comic books leading to world war Hulk and planet Hulk and all, all of that stuff is very key and major to the character of Hulk and where they go in the storyline. So are they just going to wash over that and then like introduce him later on? I'm, I'm I'm a little uncertain to what direction they're going to go with scar moving forward. So what was the point of doing that in the first place besides playing on a joke
3: within a joke
1: on a fourth wall. Like, I don't... I don't not know. being consistent. With exactly. That. Exactly. Yes. Thank you.
3: I mean, do you think they're going to put it to where... They're going to have some time where Hulk is... They're going to put something in when he is in on... Between, s- in between. In between. Scar. Mm-hmm. Like, when he... Do you think they're going to do that, or are they going to place the, it?
1: That's the only thing I can think of, is yeah. that they show us what happened while he was leaving She-Hulk and then coming back with his son. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of.
3: Yeah. I mean, th- that would make the most sense. Um, I mean, I, I think part of the reason why they didn't have him, Scar, have any lines is because 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 I don't think they've cast whoever they're going to do, so they don't have any idea who this what the voice is going to sound like. Which which why bring him in in the first place? You know,
2: if they're going to do that, like why even introduce him?
3: I mean, yeah, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, for what they were going to do. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to bring back the Hulk at all, really. Um, Just leave him off planet, and if you're going to place him in somewhere, leave him. You know, bring him back when you want to instead of forcing him into the timeline.
0: In fairness, I will say to that, Markham. It's because of us. It's because of the fans that want more and more and more connection. I think that's why. And again, I'm I want more of that. And in fact, I think that scene would have been fine. It's so weird. I don't even know if this is this is gonna sound so petty of me because it's such a minor thing. But it's like if they would have just done it like a minute later after the credits, to me it's okay then. But there's something about it being before the credits where it feels like it's a part of the show Yeah, where it's if it, it fell out of place where if they would have flipped it with the scene with Abomination or with Blonsky I almost would have been okay with that. Okay with that. Yeah, yeah like have that whole For- scene as a post-credit scene a post credit scene always feels, to me, separate from the movie. Always.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. yes. Well, it, it, it feels like it could be in any time. Yes. Like, yeah. like so instead of where in the show makes it seem like it happened right after. Correct. Whereas if you put it at the end credits, you know, you could be like, oh, this is actually six months down the line or something like that. Instead of this is five minutes after this has happened. And here, here's Correct. how
0: you do it perfectly. Oh, my gosh. This frustrates me. <laughs> when she's talking to Kevin – She's like, no, 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 save for the movie. And then he insists, and she's like, okay, fine. You know what? Do the post-credit scene. Boom. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Perfect.
3: You can accept that. How you can meta ac- yes. is that?
0: And now we know something's coming, and then it's, guess what? We get that, the that payoff. Would,
3: that would have been a cool way to be like, okay, th- of telling the group, oh, there is a post-credit. And Stick around, yeah. folks. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, like, it's like the way they, they did it. It's like if you want a stake. So you go to a nice steakhouse your favorite steakhouse, right? I'm listening. And you order the steak, and they bring it out on like a trash can lid.
3: Uh, mm.
2: that's how it felt. Mm. Or it's li- well
3: done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah.
0: Or it's well done.
3: well
1: done on a this trash can sh- lid. On this show, lid. show is not well done. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. But it was we can rare. Give, we can give credit where credit is due, and it was the most unique finale that I oh think. Oh my gosh. Any television show could have had. Yeah.
0: Dude, if, they go back in, if we could go back in time, I would say, you could even release this show in the ex- like the same content. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for me, it really. It's, I'm being a dead horse here, but it's like waiting every week for another 28-minute edition of this crap is what really was like, why am I doing this? I, I, there have been so many times I've been questioning why I'm doing this podcast because of this show.
2: <laughs> I, I do feel like it's going to get better. Like, um... I don't know. Like I got hopes for it. It's like even with their uh or Deadpool, you know, like before he actually, you know, became Deadpool, there was, you know, some issues, you know, with the uh, with Fox and everything like that and like his Deadpool. you know, there were some negatives. X-Men origins. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Out, th- there it is. Um, but they did hint at a second season of She-Hulk. Like when yeah. she was talking to Kevin and everything, so it seems like we're going to get a second season.
0: And in fairness, I will say this as as critical as I am, and, you know, I doubt our podcast. No. Kevin and all the Marvel people don't care about our podcast. We're not one of the big dogs on YouTube yet. <laughs> no. Probably not never the, not yet. Be. It's up not yet. to you. That's right. <laughs> uh, but truthfully, like, I actually like Jen. I like, what's her name? Tatiana? Tatiana Massaloni. I, I like her. I think she's great. She was
1: great. She was fantastic throughout it's, the entire series. It's not her. It's yeah. the plot that Correct. was frustrating for me. Correct. Yeah. So I hope that's not misconstrued
0: with anybody yeah. who's listening or watching. Like, I, I, in fact, Man, a lot of now. That I'm, if I'm honest, a lot of the characters within the show, like her best friend, who I can't remember his name, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki yes, Pug, Pug. yeah, um, I love Pug. Uh, is it? Oh my gosh, Luke Jacobson? Yes. Is that right? Yes, yes. yes. No. Luke was fantastic. He was. Yes. So, like a lot of the characters with her family, her dad is so oh so like heartwarming. The spraying the yes. hose and get off oh my, my lawn. I love like, that. The no carrot. Gosh, it's it's not no. the acting in this show for me. It was no. the plot.
3: I, I think writing. if they were to lean a little bit more into the fact that it's a legal comedy in the sense that, in the sense that they may, make it more joke-oriented. Yeah. I feel like they said it was a legal comedy, and it was only a legal comedy in the sense that it was not a drama. Like it was yeah. like, like, <laughs> right. like it, it, it. I mean, that I don't even mean that in like the most like negative way at all, but I just mean, instead of if you're going to say something a Leo comedy, there has to be like, it didn't feel like they were setting it up like a sitcom or something like that. They felt like they were aiming for something in between a drama and a sitcom, and they never really chose a side. They said they were on the legal comedy side, but they didn't really, it wasn't based off of them setting up um, you know, comedic moments or things like that. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to make like a joke out of every situation. Right. Uh, and like, there are tons of great shows that are set in serious situations or serious locations, but you make comedy out of them. For example, like like Scrubs. Scrubs is a phenomenal um, example of how you can take a very serious situation, a hospital setting, but have it be comical and make things have things make sense inside of the comedy. And you can play with things in those worlds and I feel like that's what they had to find is they had to find a way to make it or even like something like Ally McBeal which was not a um you know it wasn't a true legal drama and it was like it was a legal comedy you know in 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 most fashions and you know it it, it felt like they were sometimes forcing the comedy but they weren't Truly aiming to, it it was like they were trying to force comedy into a situation that wasn't comical. This
0: show had an identity crisis
3: in a lot of ways the entire
0: time, and and they and I think their attempt of the fourth wall break as again as incredible as it was was to kind of say to kind of justify it, yeah. But it didn't, in my opinion, as a whole. So much so that to despite me being a massive Marvel fan, like, here's what I'm gonna do from here on out. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, T-Roll, I know you like Marvel stuff. I haven't watched She-Hulk. What do you think? Or if they say, should I watch it? I will first ask them how big of a fan of Marvel they are. And based on their response, I will then tell them if they should even waste their time with it. Because if you're a Marvel junkie, I think you have to watch it. Right. Because of the totality of the story for everything in the MCU. Yep. But honestly, bro, if you're not sold out to Marvel, a pass. true junkie, if, you, if if okay, if you go watch Marvel movies on Thursday nights, you should watch it. <laughs> if you don't on the premiere night, if you don't, don't waste your time. Seriously, that's how I feel about this show.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, that's w- my stance. I, I will say uh, one of the things I I did like was the opening. The nineteen seventy I homage to the Incredible Hulk show. Yeah, that was good. I remember watching with my dad like the reruns of the Incredible Hulk original, original one, and uh, it, it it took me right back. It took me yes. right back to Lou Ferrigno and
3: oh yeah, that it 100% whole was show. Like it was incredible. The and actually, to tell you the truth, in when I was watching it, I kind of like. I was like, I don't know. Maybe they should have stuck with this version of why not? Of, right? Why not? Like why in not? the sense, like just like this version of the Hulk. Do a like, do a campy like uh, or over the top CGI uh, mess. Yeah, I, 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 Just part of it about the CGI mess too. Like, yeah, I would have rather have just seen like this big green person do a lot of the stuff than yeah. the CGI like. They would, have,
1: they would have gotten backlash for, like, a, a, a bodybuilding male Looking like with a wig. A man. With a wig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they would have got. yeah, no. Yeah. They, Just
3: get some big, big bodybuilding female. I don't care. Whatever you got to do. Um, but, okay, so what I'm kind of hoping is that, like, my greatest hope for what this fourth wall break actually does is if there is a second season of She-Hulk. Is that it almost does what Days of Future Past did for X-Men. And kind of sets it into motion... Like, okay, like, yeah, basically allows them to almost they've built the character, but now they can kind of do what they want from this point on, you know, they don't have to necessarily stick with what happened in season one, they can kind of almost leave season one behind if they feel if they feel the need to. Uh, just like as days of future past was able to rewrite a lot of the issues that the X-Men franchise was having. So what I'm hoping is that, you know, from what this fourth wall break will, they'll be able to kind of look at it and be like, okay, we, we, we've seen what we did good and we've seen what did not come off as well. And can we make season two take the good and leave the bad and work towards something better? Because we are able to start from, not necessarily scratch, but from a different from a point that is scratch esque. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think I think the fourth
1: wall break could lead to that. Yeah, interesting.
0: All right, boys, it's been about forty minutes. I think it's time we wrap it up, huh? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, big shout out to everybody who's stuck around and listened and watched, whether you're on YouTube or on you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, something like that. Thank you so much. Please follow us. Please subscribe. Um, please leave a comment leave a review also follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod and stay connected to everything that we got going on please come back next week uh, we will be covering we'll be continuing to cover Andor um, so please come back for that and uh, yeah uh, Black Panther is only Wakanda Forever Black Panther 2 less than a month away less than a month away so be, be sure to come back for that we will be reviewing that and yeah with all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy, Shimato, and Apple Zacks, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants.